Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. gentlemen i am your host blake ruffino this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well huge show in store for you tonight as there is a lot to get into uh around lsu and lsu football <laughs> got media calling out your boy saying things i didn't say worrying about ays is what it is Uh, But we do got a lot to talk about. Caleb Williams reports came out today from Dean Blevis that Caleb Williams has narrowed his two schools down of where he would transfer the very talented former five-star quarterback uh, to Oklahoma or to USC or LSU. Not really buying it. Actually not buying a lot of it. But we'll talk and tell you some things that we're hearing. I'll tell you what it really means to me and what it should mean to every LSU fan, in my opinion, moving forward. Opinion. Let me let me very, very much say opinion, because some people take what you say and they and they run it like it's the gospel sometimes. Even you say opinion 75,862 times. Uh, but LSU, not only, you know, talking and possibly trying to make some moves for a transfer quarterback or someone like Caleb Williams, uh, but the LSU staff does hit, and re- hit the recruiting trail doing some re-offers, some more offers, doing their evaluation. Probably what took LSU a little bit of time just to make sure they knew who they wanted to target. We'll talk on some LSU recruiting. Hashtag Ask Blake. You have questions, fire them inside the Rudy Crew chat right now. Or And as the show goes on, uh, we'll, get, um, we'll get to those questions. Jacob Scott Davis. Uh, who covers the Arkansas Razorbacks, broke the story about Kendall Bryles returning back to Arkansas. He's been all over this story, good friend of mine. He's been at it from the top um, and has not missed on one single detail uh, about what Kendall Bryles. So as we go around the SEC now that the regular season is done and we continue to go around the, reg- uh, the, around the SEC through uh, uh, the offseason, we'll get we'll go to Arkansas first and talk about Kendall Bryles and the Arkansas Razorbacks. We'll talk about Joe Fusha uh, 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 and others, and so we'll, it'll be good to have him on. And after that, we'll just go around the SEC if we don't get into a little bit more or maybe some LSU baseball or basketball talk. Uh, we'll we'll touch on that. Um, let's get to a couple comments before we get started. Uh, Jason Morgan sends us four ninety nine via super chat on on YouTube. He said, "Heard today that Xavier Carter." has a hold on him because his advisor has yet to advise him on what classes to take they need to tighten up. I had not heard that. Um, look, but what would not surprise me, though, Jason, wouldn't surprise me with this staff. Would not surprise me at all. Uh, Roderick Dugas says, Blake, you're wild. Well, don't call me out for stupid stuff. And I didn't even 
do anything. And don't worry about me. You do you, let me do me. Stay out of my life and out of my business. Uh, Derek Crawford says, do you think we get Caleb Williams? So we'll probably talk about that as soon as we get out of the, uh, the break. That will be the first question and things that we talk about. So let's do that. Uh, let's let's get to the break. Let's start off the show, and then we'll get started. Let's do this. Everybody on Facebook, there's about 300-plus of you in here already. Do us a favor. I ask you all every time to hit the like button. Hit the like button. Hit the share. Everybody do a brother a solid and hit the like button. If you're on Facebook, share to your social media pages. Share to some Facebook groups. We would greatly greatly appreciate it if you did that if you're on youtube guys we're about 200 subscribers away and we got about 11 more days uh to hit this goal if we hit 3,000 subscribers one lucky subscriber is getting 300 dollars so go subscribe to our youtube channel if you haven't done so already hit that notification bell as well if you're already subscribed you're still going to be in for the drawing also if you refer us to a friend if you go out and tell your mom, your cousins, your brothers, any LSU fan you know to subscribe, send us a DM of their name, and we'll put your name back into the drawing multiple times. That way you have a chance to win. Hey, $300 is a lot of money, and that's powered by our good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm. Also, if you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform, do us a favor by subscribing there as well, and don't forget to get to rate us. We would greatly appreciate it. Okay. Let's get started. We've got a lot to talk about. Let's pay some bills. We'll get right into Caleb Williams when we come out of the break. None better than our good friends. Talk to Trey Varnado today. We might be – look, it's going to be the coldest – I wanted to make a dad joke, but I'm not going to do it. But literally the coldest day of the year. Coldest day in a couple of years coming up this weekend. Might go be going duck hunting with him. we got to go shoot them ducks, ball. We'll see. We'll see. But talk to him today. Go see him over at GM Varnado & Sons. GM Varnado & Sons if you need any auto repair. Guys, get over to GM Varno and Sons today. If you need RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales, no job, literally, no job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. Break down on the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge, Louisiana, greater Baton Rouge area. They will come and get you as well. That's GM Varno and Sons, 225-664-9992. Tell them Blake at AYS sent you on by. Our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, I've been telling you about BetOnline for such a long time now. We'll be giving you my NFL playoff bets on the Saturday morning show. If you missed last week on some of the bets we did or all the bets we did last week, we went 5-1. and one. We're continuously making that money. The place that we are going is betonline.ag. Use the Believe 50 AYS podcast app on your first deposit to get that 50% welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Um, we do have some background mu- music I was going to do for uh, you know, the audio kind of read some intros. Let me let me know let me know what you guys uh, think about this. I was going to I was going to roll this out there. Let me know if y'all can even hear it too. I don't even know if you could hear it. Anyway, we're testing some things as the new studio is coming about. Uh, we're making this thing roll. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be very 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 awesome. Uh, Christopher Brown says it's four ninety nine via super chat. He did not ask a question though, but I greatly appreciate him uh, for sending us the four ninety nine via super chat. So did Rob Boudreau. Thank you, Rob, so much for sending us the four ninety nine via super chat. But Christopher Brown here says you seem like you know a little bit about Franklinton. Shit. I grew up there, dog. I grew up in the Frank Town. You heard me? Right there on Parker Street. Don't be playing with your boy. Where I come from, you don't call people names like I got called today from some from some media members. Just gonna let you know. Just gonna let you know that right now. Sugar Shack, where you at? That is not a paid advertisement from Sugar Shack. <laughs> All right, let's get into this Cable Williams thing. I know that a lot of people are um, are asking about it and talking about it, so we'll get into it. Um, we literally, it's all nothing. Everything is about Caleb Williams right now. Lamar Williams says, "Get Caleb some Cajun cooking." Yeah, um, look, he liked LSU when he came down here on his visit. Let me. Um, 
Okay. Voice sounds a little bit muffled. That music messed up the audio. Can y'all hear me better now? Let's see. Always something. You can't uh you can't do anything right around here, bro. You sometimes you just can't do anything right. Let me make sure it's we're good. All right. Yeah, it does have a little bit of a lag. Guys, I don't I don't know what to tell you. I mean, this is I don't know. I don't know. All right, we're we're going to battle through it. We're going to get better on that too. Uh and Jeremy says you got that cricket wireless out there in Franklinton. No, I do not. No, I do not. All right, we'll get to it. That audio did mess us up. Uh Cody says Blake Rafino, your mic is going in and out a little bit fuzzy. Yeah, we know. We know. Okay. Let's see if we can fix it. Let's see if we can fix it. Let's do it. Give me just thirty. Give me twenty seconds. Give me twenty seconds. Hold on. All right. Let me know if y'all can hear me a little bit better now. No, we can't restart the stream. We can't restart the stream. Let's see. Let's just make sure. Sorry, just hang tight with us. Hang tight. God damn it. Let me know. Give me a thumbs up if you're you're good, if we're better now. All right, sounds like we're a a little bit better. All right. All right, here we go. (sighs) Boy, boy, boy. Can't ever do it. Now let's get to. Now we can get to Caleb Williams. All right. All right. Uh, if you missed the sh- if you missed the news today, a lot of things have been going around about Caleb Williams, um, Dean Blevis, uh, who cover or Blevins, excuse me, who covers o- Oklahoma Oklahoma KWTV Sports Director WWLS Radio Sooners Cowboys Thunder. Uh, a lot of Oklahoma fans says, "Oh, Dean doesn't really know what he's talking about." But meanwhile, he's the one that breaks stories about Russell Westbrook and others. Uh, he was the one that really the only Oklahoma um, reporter that was talking about um, Lincoln Riley leaving uh, Oklahoma. Everybody, I, I don't know. See, it's not that bad on my side. I don't know. I don't know, guys. We're just gonna have to battle through it. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <sighs> just stand by. Stand by. Hello, hello. All right. We're just really going through it right now. We're really, really going through it right now. Uh, Chris says, everything. every time you since you played that music, it's been acting up. Um, see, it's fine on my side. It's fine on my side. Um, what do you mean, take off? The headphones do nothing. <laughs> They do nothing. Mm. See, guys, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it good on my side. We're just going to battle through. I, sorry. Bear with me. Go through it. I don't know. I don't know. All right. We are going to get to Caleb Williams now. We will get to Caleb Williams now. Um. So... Let's do this. Um, if you missed it, we were talking about it. Dean Blevins talked about Caleb Williams coming down to his two um, his two schools, which are going to be Oklahoma, uh, are going to be USC, and are going to be LSU. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Now, a lot of people are reporting different things. A lot of people are talking about different things. But what I could tell you about Caleb Williams and LSU is this. Um, LSU, 
um, has reached out to Caleb Williams. There's no questions about the, if LSU, Jamar Cain, some of the other Oklahoma's, Kerry Cooks with the ties, has reached out to Caleb Williams. Now where that's going, what's going on with that, I don't know. Like I legitimately do not have an answer to you um, on what Caleb Williams is thinking or what Caleb Williams is going to do with that. Now I will say this. A lot of people are questioning if Brian Kelly – would accept or want Caleb Williams to come into LSU, and I'm going to tell you this. If you think Jamar Cain or or, or Kerry Cooks or whoever has, has this relationship with Caleb Williams, did not get the blessing, did not get the blessing of Brian Kelly to do that, you're outside your mind. You're 100% completely outside your mind if you think or believe that Brian Kelly did not give the go-ahead to do that because he did. There's not there's not a question about that whatsoever. So let me say this is the bigger LSU fan. This is um this is the biggest thing for LSU fans that I think that you need to know. I don't think the news here is relative or 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 um <sighs> I just don't think that the Caleb Williams news or him possibly thinking about LSU is the news for LSU fans. This is what I think is the biggest thing. The biggest thing for me is that I, like I've been telling you over the last six weeks, is that LSU still searching for a quarterback or will kick the tires on another transfer quarterback. So, like we've been saying for the last five weeks, six weeks since Caleb, since Brian Kelly has been announced and Max Johnson hit the portal. I fully believe that any quarterback that has the ability, it's working better now. We had to get rid of Twitter. So if you're listening to us on Twitter, I complete, uh, I'm sorry about that. We just don't have a choice. Um, but if there is a good quarterback that's going to hit the transfer portal, LSU is going to take a serious look at them. Now, a lot of people will ask um, – a lot of people will ask what's going on and about Miles Brennan and what do I think about Miles Brennan or Garrett Nussmeyer. Here's what I'm going to say. Brian Kelly has popped in that film. Brian Kelly understands that Miles Brennan is a guy that only that the last time he played was October of 2020. That's not a shot. That's not a shot at Miles Brennan. Sometimes you have bad luck. Look at Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill had a lot of injuries in college. Went into the NFL outside of this season. Uh, hadn't really been injury prone since he hit the NFL. This season he had some nicks and some knacks and it really bothered him. But now, now, we come to a point where Brian Kelly, an outsider, a really good coach and a winner, looks at the quarterback room and says, hey, I don't know if we have our starter right now, and I don't know if we have a bridge guy that could get us safely to Walker Howard and the Walker Howard regime. Now, that is, a, that is an opinion, but there are parts of me that wants to say this. It's not really an opinion. Here's why it's not really opinion, because, guys, actions speak louder than words. I do not believe that Dean Blevins went out there loosely – and running a story like that from a guy who's been breaking stories and doing things with guys in Oklahoma City like Russell Westbrook. This isn't his first rodeo. An Emmy Award-winning journalist, Oklahoma fans can bitch and moan and complain all they want to about this reporter, but what he says has to be talked about. I don't think he's shooting from the hip or shooting out of left field. I also don't think Caleb Williams is coming to LSU, just being dead honest. Um, I think that ultimately he's going to find his way and, and make his way to USC. So that's an opinion. I don't have a dog nor uh, uh, really any sourcing around that unless it's kind of coming from LSU. But I will tell you this. Why do you think for the last five weeks I've come on this show and I've said when Miles Brennan, has ret- when Miles Brennan returned that I had heard and feel – that LSU still going to look around, even if they don't bring in a transfer quarterback. We've talked about this on this show, Twitter Spaces, etc. 
Because when you realistically, when we take these blinders off about that quarterback room, guys, two former starters from LSU as at other SEC opponents, LSU has not been good at all at quarterback since Joe Burrow left. You could say Miles Brennan, the stats, I can give you 20 other games he hasn't played. 20 straight games, Miles Brennan, for LSU. He has not played in any of them. In any of them. So with all of that being said, do I think Brian Kelly looks at that room and says, hey, Caleb Williams is a potential first overall pick. And we got weapons on the outside. Guys, you got Kayshawn Booty, Malik Neighbors, Jack Besh, Chris Hilton, Brian Thomas Jr., etc. Landon Ibietta, the list goes on and on. You get good offensive lineman pieces, and Miles Frazier, Traymond Shorts, Garrett Dallinger returns, Cam Wire returns, Anthony Bradford returns, Marlon Martinez returns. So you do have good, better pieces right now. Hell, even if Deion Smith returns, you have better pieces right now around Caleb Williams if he came to LSU or any quarterback, then what is that currently at USC? That's not an opinion. Again, fact. So when when I look at this and I look at Caleb Williams, it's a huge selling point. It's also a selling point to, to Brian Kelly when he looks at someone like this and says, hell yeah, I want him. Who wouldn't? But at the end of the day, my God's honest opinion is I don't believe he's coming. All right, let's get to a couple comments because, um, yeah, we had to cut out the Twitter feed. That's what was bogging us down. You go to too many uh, – um, you go to too many platforms and it bogs you down. Uh, Jack Davis says, Miles Brennan will have a great job with Duck Dynasty or making his own show, the Outdoors Channel. Um, Tyler Mann says, I just can't see us landing Caleb Williams. I don't either. I can't either. Lamar Williams says, uh, Brennan just might be the next Sean McVay. <laughs> you crazy boy. Uh, Roche's Lawn and Landscape says, there should be no negative comments about this staff by anyone going forward. They are ex- uh, executing, recruiting, building a staff at the highest level and we that we've seen in a long time at LSU. I agree with that right now. Right now. That's for damn sure. Our good friend Ryan Williams over at the uh, Drake Williams – or Drake – Ryan Williams over the Drake Williams Law Firm says we're missing the, uh, the Drake Williams internet. He's true. He's telling the truth. He's 1,000% telling the truth. Yeah, it looks like we're much better now. Uh, We'll just have to stop going to Twitter. So, I'm sorry for everybody that watches us on Twitter. Neil says, uh, it's fine. Okay. Uh, Joseph uh, Richie says, Gordon's going to get it done. I don't know. But here's another thing. And I think that Joseph brings up a good point. We talked about this on Twitter spaces today at lunchtime when we held one for about, what was it, about 30 minutes or whatever it was. In the day of NIL, if a big LSU booster, you know, gets a contact for Caleb Williams and talks to Brian Kelly – and Brian Kelly says, yeah, we want him. There's no telling what can happen. That's what makes this intriguing. That's what makes this funny. The old ways of recruiting are over with. Again, I've talked to people that cover USC. We had a former, you know, an ESPN guy now that used to be on the RU Series Sports Network and Jonathan Rifkin, you know, getting the feeling around him. And some things that he's saying, it he feels, you know, and a guy that's covered USC, that you know, Caleb Williams is all uh, uh, USC. So, I know that people at USC are, are saying that he's coming to USC. I've seen crazier things happen. I've seen Lincoln Riley walk to a podium and say, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not going to LSU. And, the, and you don't – it's not even 12 hours. Guys, it wasn't even 12 hours. It wasn't even four hours, and he was on his way to Los Angeles. Uh, Richard Menard sends his $5 via Super Chat on YouTube. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, Onions Stink on YouTube says, Ask Blake, will you join Richie Roche's small group? Um, 
What small group? That I think that the staff is really good? Yeah, I agree with him. I don't think that there's really anything that you can go after Brian Kelly for right now. Some people are, are antsy about recruiting. Some people are antsy about some of the things they're doing in recruiting. But I think – here's what I think. I think that all the staff was sitting together, finding out what they needed to do in recruiting – and put their big board together. Guys, you didn't even have your full staff. You got to put things together. You got to get your recruiting staff to help you out. Now, they're going to, you know, they did some in in school visits. They'll be doing some in-home visits. Brian Kelly's not completely on the recruiting trail yet, but there's some, you know, there's some opinions and uh rumors that he's going to be out there tomorrow. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Buck Buck on Facebook says Miles will be in the Heisman run. Watch. I don't I don't really um guys, he's got to get on the field first before we start talking about Heisman. Come on, man. Uh CJ Cook says hashtag ask Blake, I don't believe Caleb is coming, and I do not and I do want Miles to be healthy and prove himself. But if Caleb comes, then let the best man win. Well the best man the, you're not letting Caleb Williams come here and start him Miles Brennan. You're just not. Uh, Andy says Miles Brennan, Miles Brennan doesn't even make it to the into the discussion about Caleb Williams if he wants in. LSU is a top program in the SEC West, and there are a lot of things about LSU that could be very intriguing to him. I don't disagree. I, I do not disagree. Uh, Jonathan sends us some stars via Super Chat. Our stars via Facebook. Thank you so much for doing that, sir. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Bryce Drury on Facebook says, we need a quarterback that actually wants to learn the playbook instead of hunting fish. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to get too much on into that. But look, even, you know, talking about recruiting and recruiting Caleb Williams, uh, I, I think that the staff, again, Actions will always speak louder than words. I don't care what a coach goes to a podium. I don't care about an article that's written. I don't care about somebody's message on a message board. I don't care about what's posted on Tiger Droppings. I don't care about all that. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what anybody says. The The fact is, is that if the actions, you have to follow what the actions tell you. So somebody asked me earlier today, and I'll just re restate um, their question. A lot of people have been asking me today, Blake, what does reoffering mean? Well, Ed Orsron was the one, and his staff was the one that offered a lot of these kids that are being offered again and reoffered by the Brian Kelly staff. You have most kids want that reoffer, and you got to find. And when they mean by reoffer. You got to tell a kid where he stands and if he's got a if he's got a position on your team. LSU's going to be fine though. LSU's going to be fine. Peter says let's make Ali Gay number eighteen. I'd give that to uh, Jamar Jenkins. I give it to Jenkins all day long, all day long. The Nuss Bus on YouTube says the ploy is coming from the USC camp. They mad we are portal champions, and they trolled the Oklahoma sources to draw attention for when he actually commits to USC and has until the twenty eighth. Maybe, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But it's something that we have to talk about. Caleb, it, you know, people were asking me today, why are we even talking about Caleb Williams coming to LSU? He's not coming to LSU. You know, guys, we just saw six transfers in uh from that com- that transferred to LSU get NIL deals. They weren't on campus a day and got NIL deals from Gordon McKernan. He's been all over the place. In the day of NIL, you have no idea what's going to happen. All right. Let's get to our good friend Jacob Davis. We're going to go around the SEC. We're going to go to Arkansas. Kendall Bryles uh, I'll let him tell the story a little bit more, but Kendall Bryles, it looked like he had been offered from the University of Miami. He's staying at Arkansas. Arkansas, I was gonna, we're going to have to go against that offense. We're going to have to go against Arkansas uh, next year. Let's talk to him about some former uh, LSU players. We'll kick it around with him about Dwight McLaughlin and others. And it, it's a really good piece to have with Jacob Davis because of the ties that's going on, not only in recruiting, 
but in the SEC West. So let's do this. Let's get to a very, very quick break, and then we'll get to him. None better than our good friends. We just talked about him. The Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com, and our good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. Guys, if you've been affected by Hurricane Ida, get in touch with the Drake Williams Law Firm today. Is the insurance company giving you the runaround? Let the Drake Williams Law Firm give you that free consultation if you mention AYS so they can take a look at everything that you have going on. There's nothing wrong with picking up the phone and giving them a call and asking if there's something that they can do. 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600. That's the Drake Williams Law Firm. Drake Williams Law Firm. Dot com. I'm a good friend, Richie Roche, over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220. 225-937-7220. Guys, we had Richie Roche over at our house a couple of weeks ago. We want to do some landscaping around the home. He's got this digital pad, digital layout. We wanted this and this spot, this and that spot, and he was able to draw it and architect, and we could see our home and what he's going to do to our home before he ever does anything. Gives us a price. He's really good at what he does. You want outdoor kitchen spaces. You want your lawn mowed. Anything. Now, it's going to be freezing here in the south, but maybe you want him to come out there and do do you an outdoor patio space. It's Richie Roche, Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220. Tell him Blake Rafino at AYS. Sent you on by. All right, we got our good friend Jacob Davis joining us. Jacob, what's going on, man? I, I, I've been meaning to have you on, man. It's it just been crazy with a lot of things going on. How are you doing tonight, my friend? Blake, I'm doing good, man. I'm glad to be on. Uh, thanks for having me on too. It's uh, I've been I've been wanting to have you on the pod too. You know, I'm getting back in with the Hog Talk podcast too. So, so fun things going on and around uh, around my world. It's crazy, uh, crazy times, man. Had, just had her had her uh, baby, three months old. You Congratulations, know, been my, awesome, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. Fatherhood's grand, I tell you. Uh, well, there's a two year old that's more than likely going to run in here you know, during the show at some point. So just, just distract him and we'll, 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 we'll continue to go, but it, it is awesome. Uh, Jacob, I want to get to this. You've been all over this Kendall Brown story. Look, Brett McMurphy reported that there was an offer. You came back right after and said that your sources had been telling you that Kendall Brown was not leaving Arkansas. Look, I know how this all goes down, but man, just take us through what's been happening over the last 72 hours with Kendall Brown, Arkansas and Miami. Yeah, I mean, it really goes on past the 24 hours. This has been going on since December 23rd, at least. That, that's when, uh, that's when uh, my timeline really started. So, as far as the last 24 hours, I heard, okay, he's staying in Arkansas. And then Mario Cristobal came back and gave a heck of an offer. I mean, an offer that, that Kendall had to just absolutely refuse. And he did, which is a surprise to me. Uh, but... But that was that was really something uh, that I was surprised by. As far as you know, I thought I thought he was going to leave. I did. I, I thought he had a foot out the door and he was going to leave. And this morning, about seven o'clock, I uh, had a, received a text from from uh, one of my guys that uh, was really close to the Kendall Brawl situation. He said, "Kendall staying after Mario came back. Uh, Sam and Sam and KB got together, had a little meeting, and and." He went back to Mario. From what from what I understood, he went back to Mario. Mario gave him a last ditch effort, and he said no. So I don't know how much money. I don't know what the contract is going to be at Arkansas right now. But from what I understood, Miami was trying to give him a heck of a deal, trying to make him maybe the highest paid coordinator, or the highest paid offensive coordinator in all of college football. So, which would then Jacob entail that Arkansas obviously was doing things behind the scenes. Look. Sam Pittman and Hunter Yurichek were doing it with Barry Odom just a season ago, and it now looks like Kendall Bryles is a little bit of the same. Uh, Jacob, do you think that Arkansas and Hunter Yurichek are making a statement with with doing this? Do you with keeping uh, Kendall Bryles? I mean, how big of a statement is this to not only keep Barry Odom when he was so highly touted it a season ago, but now to keep Kendall Bryles? And, and look. People feel fear Kendall. Let's just call it what it is. They don't want to see him on a giving Saturday. But how big of a win, not just for for Sam Pittman, but how big of a win, is, in your opinion, is this for Arkansas? Oh, it's huge for Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas is set. I don't know what kind of season they're going to have in 2022. 
But this this is the second big victory for this Arkansas football team this offseason. And I don't I don't I'm I think they the big win is how they how they finish the season and uh, with the bowl win and then they are keeping Kendall Browns are keeping Barry Odom keeping the staff together intact for now going into next season's huge because I think Arkansas is set. I don't know if they're going to win a championship, but I think they can compete. I think they could be the old Miss of 2022, 2021. I think they can have a similar season. And, and and they give me a reason to think that way because, I mean, yeah, you can look at it both ways. Arkansas could have been five and seven, six and six, and they, they were a heck of a whole lot closer to, to 11 and two. It, I mean, if, right. the, if the ball bounces the right way. So, yeah, this, this Kendall Bryles victory is huge. Keeping him – at this point, uh, it is great because you want to have that continuity on this team. Uh, this roster uh, is set. And I, 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 I think I forgot your uh, second part of that question. I apologize. No, it, but, it, uh, it's good. Basically, just – I mean, from a – and I'll just add on to it. From a fan perspective, I mean, what are the fans – I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it, it's something that they are really rallying behind uh, since the last couple of years. I mean, look – Sam Pittman and that staff has really turned it around. I guess their reaction is pretty uh, high praise for being able to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, keeping them. Uh, Hunter Yurchik, okay, I, I remember now. What I was going to say was Hunter Yurchik, he said he does not want money to be an issue for a coach wanting to leave the University of Arkansas, and he's showing that. Mm-hmm. He, Hunter Yurchik is making a uh, focus. He's serious about winning. He's, he's making it serious about winning. And that's a, a, on every sport. I mean, he's got every sport, top-notch coaches, and he wants Arkansas to be a destination job. Mm-hmm. And for, I mean, the appeal of Miami, I've never been there, but I've seen pictures. <laughs> Man, if I had, if, if I had money, <laughs> if I had, you know, I would have absolutely ran $2 million, $2 million and beachfront property. Heck yeah, man! I would have right. actually taken and run with it. But yeah, it makes a it makes a statement there saying, okay, hundred year checks and Sam Pittman serious about this thing blowing up, and it obviously shows that Kendall has something uh, invested in this team that that wasn't uh, that that gave a reason to want to stay. I believe. Right. So and, and look. I, I think that they could do some good things. I think Sam Pittman, Cody Kennedy, Kendall Browse, really good coaches. It's going to be really interesting to see what the guys that they have returning, what they'll do in the 2022. But we won't get to that really too in depth tonight, just because we got so much further right. to go. Oh yeah. But I do want to talk to you about this LSU Arkansas flip flop, the trades that LSU and Arkansas really are doing. Arkansas gets. Landon Jackson from LSU and Dwight McLaughlin, and then LSU gets obviously Greg Brooks and, and Joe uh, Fouché. Very quickly, and then we'll go to Dwight McLaughlin and Landon Jackson. To the LSU fans, what what are they getting in guys like Greg Brooks and Joe Fouché? Greg Brooks is a guy that's quick, has has some good hands. Uh, he's had a couple of interceptions. A guy that can outrun offenses on the way back uh, down the field for pick sixes or long interception returns. A guy that's uh, that plays the nickelback position really well. He knows his role, and, and he, he's a good team player. As far as Fouché goes, he's a guy that has a lot of dog in him. I love watching Fouché play. Uh, Barry Odom, what I love watching him do is when he would play that more of a 3-2-6 model of defense, he would always have an extra safety come down right. uh, near the line of scrimmage. And, and Fouché had a lot of dog in him. He had quite a few tackles for a loss this season and uh, a couple of important plays, especially in the uh, bowl game against Penn State. Uh, we think about uh, Texas A&M and the Texas games where uh, Fouché was probably three or four yards away from Bijan Robinson on uh, just, just some kind of end-around sweep. And Fouché jumped for three yards away to make a tackle on Bijan uh, Robinson over there at Texas. I mean, the guy's a super athletic. Uh, he wants it. And he wants to be successful. And I don't blame the guy. I mean, for, for wanting to leave and go back home and, and put it on a show for his state. Right. Well, and look, now that you, you flip that and then you go to Landon Jackson uh, uh, and Dwight McLaughlin, uh, from the outside looking in, what are your what are your thoughts about Dwight McLaughlin, who quite honestly um, has been LSU's best corner, some believe, over the last two years with the, the injury of Eli Ricks and Derek Stingley. Uh, 
is this one of the bigger corners or best corners that you maybe that Arkansas has gotten in the portal or in recruiting over the last couple of years because of the prowess that Dwight um, has right now in the SEC? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if you remember though. Arkansas was in on in on the like right. Dwight McLaughlin for a while. I mean, right. they really were. Uh, but but getting him as a big win out of the portal. This is one of the best uh, best transfer defenders that, in my memory, that we've ever ever gotten. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember Arkansas ever having this much success in the portal with big name guys like Landon Jackson and Dwight. Uh, I think uh, he's going to come in and start right away. Obviously, because they lose Monteric uh, Brown out of uh, uh, from Arkansas in that secondary, uh, who was a heck of a corner for us. I, I feel like he's. I anticipate him to be a very solid player for for Arkansas next season. Uh, speaking on both of those guys coming on defense, there were some guys uh, kind of crazy, and I get maybe some of the Louisiana guys coming back. But Jacob, because like I know the LSU issues and why the guys are going in the portal. Why are some of the guys leaving on that defense from Arkansas and going to the portal? It was kind of an interesting t- thought of why a lot of those DBs left. Is there is there something to read into there, or is there or are we from the outside looking in, looking too much into it? I think a lot of it. I mean, there's a lot of freak out from Arkansas fans and the Arkansas side of it because you see so many defensive backs leave at one time. They're like, right. you think, oh, it has to be something about the coaches, or and it could be that the nature of college football and, right. and what have you done for me lately? You know, it, <laughs> there, there's always, there's always uh, certain things. And we saw it today with, with the uh, transfer of Andrew Parker, who surprised me because I thought he would be a contributor on this defense for this year. Transfer portal is just a, 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 a crazy thing in college athletics. And I love it. I love just the cutthroat nature of, of what the tra- transfer portal brings uh, to, to college football. And, and seeing so many guys leave, and I, I've heard so many different things. And, oh, man, it was Sam Carter, the defensive back coach. That's why they left. Or, oh, it was the, it had to be the NIL. It has to be NIL for the reason for, for the reason these guys are leaving. I don't think it's all NIL. It's absolutely not all NIL. Kids want to have a chance to, to, to go play and go star and, and ball out, and, and they want to be a, an important member of a team. We, you, you've played. You've played. You know, right. you know, you know how it feels to have all the attention and stuff. And I think kids want to be a focus, and that's just my that's just my thought as far as the transport portal goes. But you know, Sam Carter, they said, oh, he was a hard coach. He was strict. He was he was just too hard on him. But even some of the players came out and and and, and said, hey, that, that's really not what it was. Right. Uh oh. Jacob, I think we lost you there, brother. Yep, Jacob, I think we lost you there. I'm going to let Jacob out, and then we'll let him back in. Jacob, if you can hear me, uh, you kind of froze up there on us. We'll pick it back up with Jacob. Get to a couple of these comments. I saw uh, Jimmy Jones uh, say uh, to us, he says, hashtag ask you all, is it too early to talk about uh, Arkansas and LSU baseball? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, I'm wondering, I'm really wondering if uh, this cold weather is bringing some bad juju on our stream. Like, I, I, I really, really wonder. I really do wonder. But we're trying. We're, we're giving it every – we're giving it hell. Uh, the Saint says, I'm super pumped on YouTube. I'm super pumped about where this program is going. I am too. I am too. Um, Jacob Cole, we'll, we'll leave this one for uh, – We'll leave this one for Jacob uh, Davis when he returns. I think I think we might got him back. Uh, Jacob, it looks like we got you back, bud. Uh, can yes. you hear us? Okay, awesome. Um, so kind of just picking back up when we're off, we had some questions, man. They were asking if it's too early to talk about baseball season, but I'll give one more football question in before we talk about uh, some baseball. Drew Sanders committing to Arkansas. I, look, bro, I got to be honest, did not see that coming. I, I just didn't. For whatever reason, for what <laughs> – call me naive. Maybe I just wasn't following it close enough. Um, what is Sam Pittman really doing in recruiting? Like, what is is he hands-on in recruiting, or is he letting his coordinators and, and, and position coaches doing it, or has he been hands-on with, guy, hands-on with guys like Drew Sanders and bring them into, into Arkansas? 
So I think it's a whole team effort myself. Um, the the ability for, for this coaching staff, Sam Pittman didn't want a, a assistant on this staff. If you didn't put a primary focus on recruiting, he didn't want you to stick around. And you saw that last season uh, when he when he sent some guys packing and, and brought some new blood in. He has guys that are serious about recruiting, serious about Arkansas, and, and guys that want to be here and, and recruit guys to to uh, to this uh, university. Drew Sanders surprised me too. And I know he came and, and made Arkansas his first visit, which really surprised me. Uh, but the fact that Oklahoma and Texas couldn't really meet because right. the guy was what he lived, he lived like two hours away from from uh, Norman, Oklahoma. Right. Obviously, I thought, yeah, he he's a shoe in. Or we're going home to Texas. I mean, and being a starting linebacker there, the guy, the guy has the goods. Uh, it really surprised me, and it shows me that uh, Arkansas's the the way Arkansas's playing, the way this the way this program is being rebuilt, and, and kids are starting to take notice of it, and, and it's making making it to the point where okay, maybe Arkansas's not getting the five stars or the highly ranked fifteen top fifteen top ten recruiting classes, but you can you can. You can uh, you can get those guys that are out of the transfer portal that can come in and play right away too, and I think it's a good blend of of all that. And I think Sam Pittman is making a a hands on approach too when it does come to recruiting to uh, to a to a place where okay, people even outside the state are starting to pay attention. Big time transfers are starting to pay attention. We want to go play for that guy because everybody loves Sam Pittman from what I've heard. Well, and, and you, what's crazy is is that, you know, I think that the SEC and the SEC fans are, are starting to pay more attention, right? Like, you landed Dwight McLaughlin, you landed Drew Sanders, like, oh, shit, Kendall Browse stays. I, I, I think from a, a national standpoint, Jacob, for, and just, again, my opinion, people are going to start looking at Arkansas a little bit differently than they have in the past, yeah. and, and it's good to have that competition inside the SEC West because it's so deep. But I have made this statement before. The SEC West in football, in my opinion, or the SEC, is not in de- as deep in football as it is in baseball. So I do want to ask you a baseball question here before we get out All of right. here. Uh, I love it. What do you think, man? I mean, look, you got seven teams or, or six teams in the top ten. Uh, the fourth best SEC West team is LSU, and they're ranked number eighth. I, I, I mean, this is kind of like a, a dog-eat-dog world in the SEC when it comes to baseball, but – what are you expecting for Arkansas this year? Is they're ranked number one in the national polls? Yeah, so it's either Omaha or bust, right? Or at least super regionals are bust. I mean, Arkansas is going to be deep. They have some uh, some good transfers coming in. They've got some stud freshmen coming in. And this is this is what's crazy is Dave Van Horn has recruited well every single year. And he's got guys that are just studs that are just riding the pond because you can only put, what, 10 guys out there on the field at one time. Right. Uh, but he's got to replace a lot of production. You can't replace a guy like Kevin Cox overnight. Uh, you can't replace a guy like Peyton Pellet who uh, who will miss the season, who, who's probably going to be your Friday night stud. Uh, found out he had to have Tommy John this morning. Yeah, uh, crazy. So they're going to be missing him this season. So what are you going to be uh, as far as what what goes on on the mound? You have you have a lot of un, unsung heroes on that on the mound starting this year. Arkansas is going to have to figure out what they have there. But obviously, outside of pitching, Arkansas has some pretty good. They're pretty deep at every single position. Uh, you have you have uh, obviously you have Benny or not Benny baseball, but uh, uh, Bob Moore. You have Jalen Battles. Uh, Man, you have so many good players that are on this team. I don't have the roster in front of me or the names in front of me. Just going off a uh, straight memory. Right. But they have some pieces on this team that I think they could win. Repeat as SEC uh, champions again. Is it going to be regular season? Is it going to be the tournament? But, I mean, obviously, you look at the years past, there's some Arkansas can finish third or fourth in the West and still get to Omaha. I mean, that's just how deep, like you said, this – the SEC is in baseball, and especially the SEC West. There's there's a legit LSU's going to be good, Tennessee's going to be good, Ole Miss. You got Mississippi State, Vanderbilt. You have so many good teams in this league besides Arkansas. It's going to be tough. It's right. going to be tough. 
you know. But I see Arkansas winning some games this year. Absolutely. Last one, I'll get you out of here. Do you right. think that Dave Van Horn and Tony Vitello would get in a, a MMA fighting match in a UFC and we do a pay-per-view to see what happens? You know, like they had some – they had some very choice words – do you would you buy would you pay sixty nine ninety nine to watch Dave Van Horn and Tony Vitello go into it in an MMA cage? Man, look, Tony Vitello, <laughs> man, I would I would pay money for that. That guy would be kissing the feet of Dave Van Horn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, Dave Van Horn, now he he is no butt kisser at all, man. He will lay the smack down on somebody. I mean, he he would absolutely manhandle Tony Vitello in a cage match. Well, I would pay the sixty nine ninety nine, and I'd get a bottle of scotch and start watching it. I'm just going to oh, say yeah, that right now. <laughs> Jacob, you've been awesome, man. I know you talked about the Hog Talk podcast. Great to have you back on there. But tell everybody where they can catch all your stuff and all uh, and everything that you're doing. Yeah, man. So uh, I'm the managing editor at Arkansas Fight, which you can find all our content at www.arkansasfight.com. You can also find a, a weekly podcast at the Hog Talk. That's H A W G Hog Talk, and you can follow me on Twitter. I mean, at, at Jacob Scott Davis, uh, and I mean, you can follow me. You can not follow me. It's your choice. <laughs> no, you y'all need to go follow because my man's breaking news, major news across the SEC, uh, especially in the SECs. Thank you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, man. See ya. That is our good friend Jacob Davis. Uh, absolutely awesome. Glad to hear him and what he talked about with Greg Brooks and and Joe Fouché. And d- look, I'd pay the six nine ninety nine to see Tony Vitello get his ass rocked. I'm just gonna be honest. I'd watch Tony Vitello get rocked, bro. Uh, the Saint on YouTube gives us uh, shot us nineteen ninety nine via super chat. Goodness gracious, the Saint. Thank you. Thank you. Every time you guys send us stars and super chats, we certainly, certainly appreciate when y'all do that. We certainly, certainly appreciate it. All right, do us a favor. Hit the like and share. We'll go a little bit longer than normal because we had the issues um, on the, you know, to start the show. So fire in your questions. Hashtag, hashtag ask Blake. We'll get to all of them. So fire, fire them in. Uh, we'll get into them. But I do want to talk about very quickly my good friend Tracy uh, from the New Orleans Bourbon Fest. It's going to be on March 23rd through March 26th of this year in New Orleans. Go to their website, uh, neworleansbourbonfest.com. Guys, I will be there and go into the event and the festival on March 26th. God willing, uh, it's not moved around due to COVID. Uh, but go there. I did, you know, when I did my bachelor party, I went to the New Orleans Bourbon Fest. It was absolutely fantastic. Get good great drinks, have good friends, fantastic food. Get your tickets today. Again, I'll be there on March 26th. That's New Orleans Bourbon Fest, New Orleans Bourbon Fest, uh, dot com. So let's get into it. Firing your questions. Like I said, we'll go a little bit longer um, due to the, the issues we had to start the show. But hit the like and share. We greatly appreciate it. Um, Sly's Meat Rider on YouTube. That's a <laughs> pause. But Sly's says Deion Smith back. Well, it looks like he's back for the current moment. Um, whether or not, whether or not he's back for good, I don't know that. If you had to ask me, Blake, put all of your money, um, on the line, if you believe Deion Smith is coming back, I'd have to say no. But I could be wrong there. I just don't I, I don't know how good I feel about that. Things can change. Kayshawn Boutique getting in his ear, that can change. That could do some good things. So we'll see. Uh, Jerry Zimmerman says, what a nice fella. Can't wait to whoop up on some hogs. Yeah, I like Jacob, man. You look, and he got he got ripped alive for his um I say ripped a lot, but he got ripped for saying that um Kendall Browse wasn't leaving. People were telling him he was a, he was wrong and nana nana boo boo jokes on you. Uh Skipper Tally says hashtag ask Blake where's the man been? Uh well his little cousin um Wyatt had his I think sixth or seventh birthday and they it's his birthday today and they went over there and they're doing a party like tomorrow 
uh, that we'll be all going to and, and whatnot. So they went over there to eat, um, to eat pizza and stuff like that. Um, Richard Menard says, Spaces tonight. I think my good buddy Harold uh, is going to be doing a Twitter Spaces tonight. And once he does that, I'll be joining him. So it'll be right after um, right after the show. Uh, I'll be joining him on his Twitter spaces, but I can't, I'm not hosting, hosting another one. I'm not hosting another one. Uh, Justin Turner says, Jordy mentioning something today, Jordy Collada mentioning something today about Clemson going after Will Wade. Surely he's not serious. I don't know that. Um, I wouldn't be, look, I wouldn't be, you know, there's some rumblings that they've even talked about Will Wade in an extension. You know, so meaning this has been going on since the summer. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Brandon on YouTube says, at, uh, hashtag Ask Blake, where are you at percentage-wise on Caleb? I'd say if I had to put a percentage of it, just so I'd never say never, I'd say 5%. Never say never, man. Uh, but I do not trust at all uh, him coming to LSU. Not at all. So, um Whatever you say or want to say about it, I'm not confident in it. I don't think that he comes. Um, but, again, if Gordon McKernan runs out or whoever runs out a million dollars for Caleb Williams to come to LSU, how much does that change things? Especially – and, look, here's what people are going to tell you, too, that Jamar Kane, former defensive line coach, reached out to Caleb Williams – just to talk to him, engage his interest, and all this kind of other stuff. When it comes to that kind of player at that position, when you're getting Miles Brennan back, you're not just reaching out just to get a feel for him. You're reaching out with Brian Kelly knowing. There's some other things that I hear that they they told Caleb Williams, but we'll see. A Pooh Bear says on YouTube, hashtag S Blake with the improvement. Uh, on the staff, what position group do you think is the biggest improvement? Hmm. Maybe offensive line, poo, but I'm going to take that out just because people will say uh, I- I'm biased. Um, I do think if if I'm – I will say I think it's going to be defensive line. Uh, I think that I could make the argument, uh, and I said this a couple days ago, I, I believe, too, and I think I said it last Saturday, but – just to reemphasize, I think that I could win the debate and the argument that LSU has, from a talent perspective, the best defensive line, not only in the SEC returning, but the best D-line in the country returning. When you return B.J. Ojolari, uh, Jaqueline Roy, Jacoby and Guillory, Mason Smith, you guys, guys that are very talented, like Bryce Langston, what can Quincy Wiggins do? Ali Gay returns, just... Ali Gay, you know, who rotates in for Ali Gay? What do they do with Ali Gay? Do they stand him up on the edge? What do they do with him? Um, so, I de- depending, Pooh Bear, what they do, um, really and truly, just, just depending on what they do and what they want to do up front, we'll see. But I still think that I can make that argument. Um, and, and look, Jamar Cain coached and recruited a defensive line at Oklahoma that led that was third in the nation in sacks they had never done that really over the last eight to ten years even under Bob Stoops and or Lincoln Riley they hired Jamar Kane and he recruits those guys in and you saw what happened so I would say that now we saw how better LSU's defense got once the scheme changed we saw that the defensive linemen looked better after the scheme changed. Sacks went up. Uh, 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 tackles for loss went up. Uh, rushing yards for the opponent went down, a.k.a. Alabama, a.k.a. Arkansas, a.k.a. Uh, Texas A&M. So they've, they've shown that they got the talent. You just got to put them in the right position to be able to use that talent. I think that Matt House does. And I think that LSU's defensive line is a big-time catalyst uh, moving forward. Uh, Michael on YouTube sends us $3 via Super Chat. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, he says, do you think that the refs are all out to get Will Wade? Hell yeah, I do. 
Hell yeah, I do. And and not only do I think that I do I think that I think that Will Wade has that feeling his damn self. Um, because he talked about it in the post game, I got to stick up my for my guys when stuff like this happens. What do you mean when stuff like this happens? And then he says he's sick and tired of it. Sick and tired of what? So you're damn right. I think he's pissed off. And um, so yeah, I do think he's upset with it. I, I very much so. And guys, how wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't he be? I mean, at at, at some point you gotta make the determination or just think about. You know, it's not his guys that are are. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. Rob says Jordy's probably getting trying to get Will Wade uh, Will Wade a raise. I come on, y'all already know. Uh, Seth says oh, Oklahoma State or Ohio State, but I know he's talking about Oklahoma State DB update. Starting to see some good things on it. He's talking about uh, DB uh, Jarek Bernard, uh, the former Shreveport native. Look, I'm hearing that it's coming down to Ohio State and and LSU at this point. I you know we'll we'll see. Um, We'll see. I mean, his defensive uh, DC or his DC went to Ohio State. So does he follow his guy? You know, um, we'll go from there. We'll go from there. Uh, Shane Portobello says, "What's Harold per- uh, Harold's Twitter handle?" Uh, I don't know. Let me see. It's Go LSU H. That's his Twitter handle. So we'll be doing spaces right at the end of the show. It's Go. G-A-U-X-L-S-U-H, and we'll be on Twitter Spaces. And uh, if you haven't experienced, you should. It's it's really awesome. I will go about another five, ten minutes, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Jacob Cole says, hashtag ask, like, how many more high school recruits do you think that we get? And how many spots uh, should we say for spring spots are filling quickly? Uh, I really think that that's up to the preference of Brian Kelly. Come on, buddy. Um, and what he wants to do. We haven't seen what he wants to do yet. Hiya! They've been missing you, bud. Oh my goodness, you smell so good. Oh, you smell so good. What you got there? What's this? Drill. That's right. What do you do with a drill? <laughs> you don't hit daddy in the face with it. That's for dang sure. Okay, hold on. Shh. Tell him hey. Say hey. Get the bean catcher. Tell him hey. Say hey. Say hey, you gotta say it. All right, you have a good fun. You have a good time at GG's. Uh, Bryce says, "So you're saying there's there's a chance? <laughs> Anything's a chance in NIL, baby." Uh, Cooter Brown on Facebook says, "Any word on Jacoby Matthews and where he's leaning? Well, he's going to Florida this weekend. Um, look, I I don't really know how to feel about him at this point. Um, I really don't know how to feel about it at this point. We'll we'll see." Uh, Rick says, big, big cameo. Hey, Ben. Ben, they're waving at you, buddy. Wave back. Fixing your car, bull. You fixing your car, bull? Um, Skipper says, there's Ben. There's the man. Dude, they love you more than they love me. (laughs) All right. Just hold off on the drill very quickly, real quickly, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Pooh Bear says, give me that binky ball. 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 All right, let's get to a couple more and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Chris says, hi, Ben. Let's get to a couple. Uh, save no spots. I agree with Pooh Bear there. I would, I don't know how many spots I would, I mean, I would save. Uh, and the Saint says, hashtag Ask Blake, will the defense blitz more under the new uh, D.C. Madhouse? They sure as hell did. Uh, they sure as hell did uh, when he was at uh, Kentucky. So, you'll give them that there, and, and we'll see. We'll see. All right, guys, we'll see you all Saturday morning. We'll be on Twitter Spaces following this. Give me about five or ten minutes uh, to reset and get things going. Got to fix the feed and all this kind of stuff, and then we'll get rolling. Uh, ben, you want to tell them uh, – hold on one second. You want to tell them bye-bye? Tell them bye-bye. Say bye. Say see you later. See you later, alligator. 
after a while, crocodile. See you later, alligator. Hey, you know what we need to give him before you leave? LSU. LSU. I, I, I. LSU. LSU. You want bakey more? My bakey. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see y'all again tomorrow. We'll see y'all again Saturday. Y'all have a good night. Uh, peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.